Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله وحده والصلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعده على من لا نبي بعده ولا أمة بعد أمته ولا شريعة بعد شريعته ولا كتاب بعد كتاب صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن احتدى بهديه واقتدى بسنته إلى يوم الدين وبعد فقد قال جل وعلا في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والفجر وليال عشر صدق الله العظيم Respected honored scholars, ulama, elders, beloved brothers, mothers and sisters we begin by praising Allah Rabbul Izzah we send countless blessings, salutations upon our leader and master, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his honorable companions, his household, and those who follow him. It is important that we understand that Allah's greatness, Allah's majesty is such that even when man has to worship the Almighty Allah, he is not benefiting Allah in any way. These ibadat or forms of worship that Allah has given you and I, these are greatly for our own benefit. In Hadith Qudsi, Allah Ta'ala makes mention on the tongue of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that Ya Ibadi Law Anna Awalakum wa Akhirakum wa Insakum wa Jinnakum wa Hayakum wa Mayyitakum Kanu ala atqa qalbi rajili wahidi minkum mazada dhalika fi mulki shay'a. The no insan, if the first and the last amongst you, if every insan, if every jinnat, has to worship me and worship me and worship me to such an extent that all of you have to develop taqwa like the level of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. This will not increase in the greatness of Allah not one bit. Our obedience does not benefit Allah. Our disobedience does not harm Allah. Allah Ta'ala is ghani. 
one of the attributes of Allah. Allah Ta'ala is independent. Allah is independent. Allah Ta'ala does not need you and I. These ibadats or forms of worship that Allah has given you and I, these are greatly for our own benefit. The hadith appears in Muslim on the demise of, it's a famous narration, on the demise of uh, the Nabi of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So one day Sayyidina Abu Bakr, he comes to Umar and he said, let us go to the home of Ummah Ayman. Ummah Ayman was an elderly woman. If you recall when Nabi Salam performed his Hajj, and that is the topic that we will speak about. We'll just, you know, in this few minutes that we have. Who accompanied the mother of Nabi Salam? It was Ummah Ayman. When Nabi Salam was returning as a six-year-old child from Medina, you know, back to Makkah. So they come to the home of Ummah Ayman, Abu Bakr, Umar, and Ummah Ayman. And the talk began of the Nabi of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and Ummah Ayman started sobbing and crying. So Abu Bakr tells Ummah Ayman, why are you crying? Don't you realize where Allah's Nabi is presently, he's in a better condition than when he was in this world. Why are you crying? She said, not, that's not the reason why I am crying. I fully understand and agree that Allah's Nabi is in a better place than when he was in this world. She said, the only reason why I am crying is, in Allah's Nabi was the link between us and Allah. The awamir, the orders of Allah, were revealed upon the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we were told about this. No more orders of Allah are coming. No more wahi is coming. This has filled my heart with great grief and concern. And that is why I am crying. The mizaj had become sharia. In my last Jumu'ah, what did we speak about? I said we've entered into the Ayyamul Hajj. We've entered into the Ayyamul Hajj. Very soon we'll be entering into the first 10 days and nights of Zul Hijjah. What did Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say? That Allah who is ghani, Allah is independent, Allah does not need you and I. But Allah again and again grants us these opportunities to attain his ma'rifah, his recognition, and to attain the proximity of the Almighty Allah. Allah Ta'ala doesn't need you and I. But Allah gives us, and like I always say, my brothers, we are not seasonal Muslims. We're in a season where we start peaking, and when off-season, there's a, there a lull in our connection with Allah. That's not the quality of a believer. But Allah gives us these opportunities again and again. We're entering into the first 10 days and nights of Zulhijjah. What did Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam say? That if any person fasts any of these days, the first 10 days, Allah will grant the person the reward as though he had fasted one entire year. Any person who stands before the Almighty Allah, any of the nights, the first 10 nights of Zulhijjah, Allah will grant that person the reward as though he stood before Allah Laylatul Qadr. What happens in Ramadan? You know, we start searching and looking for the odd nights in the last 10 nights of Ramadan in anticipation of Laylatul Qadr. What did my Nabi say? He said, every night, every night that you stand up in the first 10 nights of, of Zul Hijjah, Allah will give you the reward as though you worshipped Allah Laylatul Qadr. There is a narration on the strength of Anas radiallahu ta'ala anhu. What did Nabi salam say? Reward after reward. He said that person, that person who stands up and worships the Almighty Allah and fasts the days in Zul Hijjah. What did my Nabi say? 
on every fast that you keep, Allah will give you the reward as though you had kept 1,000 fast. 1,000 fast. And he spoke about the day of Arafah, the ninth of Zulhijjah. And that person who keeps fast, of course, those who are embarking on the journey of Hajj, it is not permissible you know, for you to fast on Arafah. And just to digress for, somebody had asked me the question a little earlier, with regards to fasting on the day of Arafah, for those who are back home, you know, you can keep the fast ninth of Zulhijjah. Of course, the day of Eid, the 10th, you know, you do not fast. So Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wasallam is standing in Arafah. Just try and picture the scene. You know, they speak about a Kodak moment. A Kodak moment. Nabi alayhi salam is engaged in dua. And Sahaba deliberating amongst themselves. Is the Nabi of Allah fasting on this day? So Maymuna, one of the honorable wives of the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So what she does, she takes a glass of milk. And whilst the Nabi of Allah was engaged in dua, whilst he was engaged in dua, she takes this glass of milk and Nabi Ali Salam glanced towards her and he read between the lines that perhaps Sahaba think I am fasting. In that position, Nabi Ali Salam took the glass of milk and he started drinking from that milk. And all the Sahaba, how many Sahaba accompanied the Nabi of Allah? My brothers, how much do we know our Islamic history? The Hajjatul Wada. Why is it called Hajjatul Wada? We hear this term again and again. Hajjul Akbar, Akbari Hajj. Ask any person, what's a Akbari Hajj? That you know what, a Hajj that takes place on a Friday. Every Hajj is Hajj Akbar. So Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wasallam, when this injunction of Hajj came down upon the Nabi of Allah, what is our knowledge? You know, when you study Quran, you will never find any chapter in Quran, Surah Al-Salah, or Surah Al-Zakat, or Surah Al-Ramadan, or Surah Al-Siyam. There is only amongst the, the pillars of Islam. Allah Ta'ala had named one surah after the pillar of Hajj. When was this, in, when did this injunction come down upon the Nabi of Allah? And what was the, what was this verse of Quran that was revealed to the Nabi of Allah? In the 10th year, in the 9th year after the migration, Allah revealed the verse of Quran, وَلِلَّهِ عَلَى النَّاسِ حِجُّ الْبَيْتِ مَنِسْتَطَاعَ إِلَيْهِ سَبِيلَ Allah has made Hajj compulsory and mandatory upon all those who enjoy sound health with adequate preparations to travel to the holy lands and you have sufficient funds to leave behind for your dependence in your absence. Hajj becomes faraz upon you. In the ninth year when this verse of Quran was revealed, Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wasallam didn't perform Hajj in the ninth year. He sent Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu to perform Hajj. In the tenth year, in the tenth year, Time is limited. I'll just run you through this, you know, very quickly. Documented every aspect of the Hajj of the Nabi of Allah. He had performed one Hajj, one Hajj. Every aspect documented. Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wasallam then makes the announcement. He makes the announcement. I intend going on Hajj. And the news started spreading in Medina tul Munawwara, in the outskirts of Medina. Remember up to that point, there were many that were living in the outskirts of Medina who hadn't seen the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
when they heard this announcement, it started spreading like wildfire. What do the scholars and ulama write is that the people from outside, you know, people heard about this invitation that Nabi Ali Salam is giving, you know, for the journey of Hajj. And they came and they camped outside Medina Munawwara. They camped outside Medina Munawwara. It was the 25th of Zul Qa'ada. 25th of Zul Qa'ada. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam enters Masjid al-Nabawi after Salatul Dhuhr ascends the pulpit and makes the announcement that, oh my Sahaba, I intend performing the Hajj. Who's not ready to accompany the Nabi of Allah? All the Azwaj Mutahharat, the honorable consorts of the Nabi of Allah, every one of them joined the Nabi of Allah on this journey. Who is appointed as the governor of Medina? How much do we know our history? Abu Dujana, Abu Dujana, the famous Sahabi, during the Battle of Badr, when the rumor was circulated that Allah's Dabi has been slain and assassinated to echo a message of psychological defeat to the minds and hearts of the Muslims, who stood in front of the Nabi of Allah? Abu Dujana, Abu Dujana, this great Sahabi, as the arrows were being showered towards the Nabi of Allah, he took the arrow on his back, defending and protecting the Nabi of Allah. And like I always say, what does the Urdu poet say? Aaj kehte hai ke mera nabi mera nabi, lekin hai namaz kabhi kabhi. Think about it, my brothers. My Nabi, my Nabi, you stand up the entire night, praise the Nabi of Allah, rightfully so. No matter how much you praise the Nabi of Allah, you can never do justice to it. But I swear by Allah, I swear by Allah, if you cannot flip that blanket at the time of Fajr and respond to the call of the Mu'addin, what did my Nabi say? If people only knew what is the reward of coming for that Fajr Salah to the Masjid, people will crawl on their fours and they will walk to, to the Masjid. What is the condition of the Ummah today? You see what is happening in the world. Masajid, Jummah time, Masjid is full. What happens at the time of Asr? My brothers in winter, winter, the nights are long. What excuse do we have? The day of Eid, morning Fajr, masjids are full to capacity. Is there any superiority of the Fajr of the day of Eid to any other day of uh, any other Fajr for the rest of the year? It's time we introspect, my brothers. So nonetheless, the Nabi of Allah, 25th of Zul, 25th of Zul Qa'ada, Nabi Ali Salam makes the announcement. He appoints Abu Dujana as the governor, as the Imam, as the Amir of Medina Munawwara. Where did Nabi Ali Salam go to? Nabi Ali Salam takes his ihram. He takes his Kamal Qaswa. What a moment this must have been. And as the Nabi of Allah, as he leaves from Masjid al-Nabawi, the Sahaba gather around the Nabi of Allah. Nabi Ali Salam is mounted on his camel. And as he comes to the outskirts of Medina, not the Medina of what you see today. Medina was a small piece of ground. In fact, just for the, I spoke about it this morning, just for the benefit of those that were not here. Here again, history. When Nabi Ali Salam migrated from Makkah to Medina, where did the camel stop? It stopped outside the house of Abu Ayyub Ansari, radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Study the history of that house. For those of us who have been for Umrah, you have been to Medina, when you convey your salams and you exit from Babul Baqi, just to the right of it. That is where the house of Abu Ayyub Ansari, radiallahu ta'ala anhu was. Every Sahabi wanted to host the Nabi of Allah. My Nabi said, this camel is under divine inspiration. It will stop and halt at that point where Allah wants it to stop. 
and this camel came and halted outside the house of Abu Yub Ansari. As the Nabi of Allah hops off this camel, as he disembarks from the camel, there was one person who comes to the Nabi of Allah and he presents a letter and a note to the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. What letter was this? Open Sirat Anbiya. Centuries before the birth of the Nabi of Allah, there was a king of Yemen. His name was Tubbah. And Medina, the old name was Yathrib. This was a trade route. And when he came to Medina Munawwara, there were people from Yemen living in Medina. And they told him that the final messenger will migrate to this place. So the king of Yemen, before the birth of the Nabi of Allah, so the scholars write, there are certain individuals that brought Iman on the Nabi of Allah even prior to the birth of Nabi Salam. And the king of Yemen was one of those. So he builds a house in Medina Munawwara. And then he writes a letter. Open Sirat Anbiya, you will find this lengthy letter. Shahidtu ala Ahmed, annahu rasulun min Allah, barin nasam, falaw mutta umri ila umri, lakuntu lahu waziran wabna am. Lengthy letter. He said that I testify on the finality of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And then he addresses the Nabi of Allah in this letter. He said, Oh Muhammad, if I live up to see your time, I will be the first to pledge allegiance on your hands. And if for whatever reason, if I do not see you, I have one request. When you see me on the day of Qiyamah, intercede on my behalf in front of Allah. Intercede on my behalf in front of Allah. As Nabi Ali Salam dismounts, this letter from the king of Yemen, Nabi Ali Salam gives it to one of his scribes, and this letter is read out. What a moment that was. This is history, my brothers. Fast forward, time is limited. Nabi Ali Salam mounts onto his camel. Where does he go to? He goes to Zul Hulayfa. He goes to Zul Hulayfa. And he comes to Zul Hulayfa, thousands of Sahaba. How many Sahaba accompanied the Nabi of Allah? So many of the books of Sirah would tell you 100,000 Sahaba. So nobody can tell you with absolute certainty. The more preferred opinion, like many scholars like Zamakhshari and many of the other historians, Maqdisi have written, it was in excess of 140,000 Sahaba. And many of them had become Sahaba during the Hajj of the Nabi of Allah. It was the first time they had seen the Nabi of Allah. When they heard about this journey of Hajj, they all came to Medina. Who wouldn't want to accompany the Nabi of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? My brothers, what happens? You know, you walk into somebody's office. You know, you see some celebrity, some president, and you happen to meet him. And you put him as your status, you know, on the back of your wall. You know, the president of some country whose entire day is spent in Sharab, an entire night is spent in Zina, and we take pride in that. What, what, what a sense of pride this must have been for the Sahaba. Nabi Ali Salam comes to Zul Hulayfa. The ihram that he used, this was from Yemen. According to certain historians, this was from Muscat, two pieces of cloths. Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he then takes oil, applies it to his hair. He had taken honey, applied it to the hair. Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he addresses the Sahaba. 
and then he puts on the ihram. He read two rakats of salah, two rakats of salah, and he made the niyyah that, oh Allah, labbaik, Allahumma labbaik lil hajj. Oh Allah, I intend performing hajj. Nabi salam mounts onto his camel qaswa. He mounts onto his camel. He comes to one place and he halted at the place approximately 14 miles out of Medina. Recently, there is a historian who lives in Medina who has done research on the journey of Hajj. When Nabi salam stopped, when Nabi salam performed Salah, every aspect of the Hajj of the Nabi of Allah has been documented. My brothers, how much do we know our history? Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he comes to Badr, he comes to Badr, he stations himself at Badr. How, did, how long did the journey take between Medina and Makkah al-Mukarramah? You know, I always tell people, you're complaining about the past six, seven hours, the heat is too intense and the crowds are too big. How long did it take the Nabi of Allah? Like I mentioned, he left from Medina on the 25th of Zulqa'adah. Nabi salam arrived in Mecca, 4th of Zulhijjah, 9 days of journey, 9 days of travel. Nabi salam he comes to Badr. On the way from Badr, Nabi salam as he leaves from Badr, suddenly the Nabi of Allah uses an unusual route and he keeps moving on that route. And Sahaba begin to say, Oh Nabi of Allah, where are we going to? This is an unusual route. Nabi Ali Salam comes to a certain place and he tells Sahaba, pitch up your tents. As they pitch up the tents, he said, Aina Abu Bakr wa Omar, where is Abu Bakr and Omar? They come to the Nabi of Allah and Nabi Ali Salam climbs this little hillock, the journey of Hajj. And he sits by, there is a grave, there is a grave. And Nabi Ali Salam sat on the floor and he looked down and he said, oh my Sahaba, this is the grave of my mother. This is the grave of my mother. And one narration, what did my Nabi say? Whilst today you find children have deserted and abandoned their own parents. What did my Nabi say? One riwayat. He said, I will be performing salah, Salatul Isha in Masjid al-Nabawi. And my mother will come to the door of the Masjid. And she will call out, Ya Muhammad. What did my Nabi say? I will break my salah and I will respond to the call of my mother. I will break my salah, I'll respond to the call of my mother. One entire night Nabi Ali Salam spent sobbing and crying by the grave of his mother. He then resumes the journey. And there are many things that happened on this journey of Hajj. Nabi Akrim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he comes to the outskirts of Makkah al-Mukarramah. It was late night. Nabi Ali sallam stationed himself outside Makkah, documented the place where Nabi Ali sallam stayed up to this day. My brothers, I always tell the Hujjaj, you know, we know the shopping malls and this shop and that shop. How much do, they, do we know our Islamic history? I mean, we start making tawaf of the shopping malls. How much do we know our Islamic history? Nabi Ali Salam stationed himself outside Makkah the next morning after Fajr. Nabi Akrim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam enters Makkah. As he enters Makkah to Al-Mukarramah. So Nabi Ali Salam made the intention of Umrah and Hajj with one ihram. So Ali bin Abi Talib, as he comes, Nabi Ali Salam sent him to Yemen. So he came from Yemen for Hajj. And Nabi Ali Salam told him, Ali, when you come for Hajj, bring 100 camels with you. 100 camels. So Ali bin Abi Talib comes with an entourage from Yemen to Makkah. The entourage, majority of them, they only heard about the Nabi of Allah. 
it was the first time they had seen the Rabbi of Allah face to face. What a moment that must have been. What a moment it must have been. So Nabi Ali, Ali bin Abi Talib, he comes to Fatima. She was in a tent. And Fatima was, she had adorned herself. So Ali asked her that, are you not in a state of ihram? So she said, no. So he was a bit confused. So she said, no, my father had given us the option. You can perform Umrah and come out of ihram and put on the ihram of Hajj. And this is what I opted to do. So Ali bin Abi Talib goes to the Nabi of Allah. And he said, oh Nabi of Allah, you know what? What Hajj are you performing? Nabi Ali Salam said, Ali, what intention did you make? What intention did you make? What did Ali bin Abi Talib tell the Nabi of Allah? He said, oh Nabi of Allah, when I was in Yemen, when I made the niyyah, I said, oh me Allah, whatever the intention of the Nabi of Allah is, my intention is in accordance with his intention. So Nabi Ali Salam said, Ali, you remain in a state of ihram. Nabi Ali Salam performed the tawaf. He performed the tawaf. He comes to the Hajrul Aswad. What did my Nabi say? Hada yameenullahi ala al-ard. This is the right hand of Allah on the face of this earth. You don't take the literal meaning of it. And Nabi Ali Salam said, like you greet your brother in this world. That person, Mullah Sayyid Ahmad Khan Sahib Muhajir Madani used to say, he said, when you stand in front of Kaaba, when you stand in front of the Hajr al-Aswad, whatever intention you make at that time, if you are standing with the intention of dunya, if you're standing with the intention of dunya, Allah Ta'ala will seal your heart with dunya. But if you're standing with the intention of hidayat, like, you know, I just read this the other day, uh, Ibn Rajab al-Hambali, you know, what did he say? He says that that person... You know, who, you ask a man, where are you going to? He said, I'm going to Kaaba. He said, a person who goes to Kaaba, you will go to Kaaba and you will return. But that person who makes the niyyah of visiting Allah, you will come back with Allah. You will come back with Allah. What did Sayyidina Umar say? The famous quotation of his, he looked at the Hajr al-Aswad and he said, the only reason I will kiss you is because you are only a stone. The only reason I will kiss you is because I had seen my Nabi placing his lips on that, on you. That's the only reason. What a fortune. I mean, not like what happens today. You know, people are fighting. It's like a war zone just to get to the Hajr al-Aswad. If you get that opportunity, this is that piece where my Nabi had placed his lips on the Hajr al-Aswad. The Nabi of Allah performed his tawaf. Nabi Salam from there, he remained in Makkah, 4th of Zulhijjah, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th of Zulhijjah. My Nabi, he then from there he goes to Mina. He had given various khutbas in Mina. And then was the day of Yawmul Arafah. The day of Yawmul Arafah. My brothers, I swear by Allah, you can read all the books in the world, you can listen to all the lectures, but ask a man who has stood on the plains of Arafah. This is the greatest day in the life of a believer. My Nabi said that shaitan is never despised on any other day except the day of Yawmul Arafah. What a moment that is where Allah inquires from his angels that what are my servants asking for? Labbaik, Allahumma labbaik. Oh Allah, they're asking for forgiveness. Allah tells the angels, what did my Nabi say? That go and tell them that not only have I forgiven them, but woman is Hajj. 
but I will forgive all those on whose behalf the Haji will ask for forgiveness. My brothers, we all know of some person or the other who's embarking on this journey of Hajj, the bare minimum. We see what happens in Cape Town. I always say this, the spirit of Hajj, somebody goes on Umrah, somebody goes on Hajj. It's one of those things. We see the spirit, you know, where people gather in, you know, by in numbers, just to take the dua of that person who's being privileged with that opportunity of going to Baytullah. What did my Nabi say? He made this dua. Allahumma gfillil haj. Woman istaghfara lahul haj. Oh Allah, forgive the haji and forgive all those on whose behalf the haji will ask for forgiveness. My brothers, my time is up. We make dua to the Almighty Allah on this momentous occasion of Jumwa. You know, those of you who have not been on this journey of hajj, Allah Ta'ala make it possible. Like I said, if you have the firm desire in your heart, you know, you have the firm desire in your heart. You know, normally when the jamaats come and they make the shkil and they said, who's ready? Then everybody says, inshallah. So you need to inquire what inshallah, this one or that one. So we need to be honest. You know, how many of us have made the niyyah? Those of us who have not been, we have the financial means. I honestly believe the other day I was giving a talk. I was invited to give a talk and I was scanning the gathering. My brother's majority of those that have embarked and are embarking on this journey are not super wealthy billionaires. These are ordinary simple people. This is a manifestation of the dua of Nabi Ibrahim salam when he built Kaaba and amongst the many duas that he made was Fajal Tahwi Ilayhim. That Allah let the hearts of mankind incline towards the Baytullah. The spirit of that is before us today with the Hujjaj of flocking in millions. Allah Ta'ala take us again and again. Allah Ta'ala accept the Hajj of all the Hujjaj. Those who have not been, Allah Ta'ala make it a reality. And those of us who have been, may Allah Ta'ala take us. What did my Nabi say? If Allah has given you the means, it's no regulatory body. Perform Hajj after Hajj, Umrah after Umrah. Allah Ta'ala grant us the tawfiq that we reflect, we imbibe and we infuse and we internalize these amazing advices of Quran and Sunnah. <laughs> أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حي على صلاة حي على صلاة حي على الوصلاة حي على الوصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين والآقبة للمتقين والجنة للمواهدين ولا عدوان إلا على الظالمين والصلاة والسلام الأكملان الأتمان على الركن الأعظم أفضل من تقدم ومن تأخر وعلى آنه وأصحابه الغر الميمين أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ولله على الناس حج البيت من استطاع إليه سبيلا ومن كفر فإن الله غني عن العالمين وقال تعالى وأتم الحج والعمرة لله وأتم الحج والعمرة لله وقال تعالى الحج أشهر معلومات فمن فرض فيهن الحج 
فلا رفث ولا فسوق ولا جدال في الحج وما تفعلوا من خير يعلمه الله وتزودوا فإن خير الزاد التقوى واتقون يا أولي الألباب وقال تعالى وأذن في الناس وأذن في الناس بالحج يأتوك رجالا وعلى كل ضامر يأتين من كل فج عميق وقال النبي صلى الله تعالى عليه وسلم من حج لله فلم يرفث ولم يفسق رجع كيوم ولدته أمه وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام الحج المبرور الحج المبرور ليس له جزاء إلا الجنة أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروا إنه هو الغفور الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمته ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئة عمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وأزواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أرحم أمتي بأمتي أبو بكر وأشدهم في أمر الله عمر وأصدقهم حياء عثمان وأقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة والحسن والحسين سيدة شباب أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسولي رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وأن كل الصحابة أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم احفظنا من كل بلاء الدنيا وعذاب القبر وعذاب الآخرة اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى سبحانك ما عبدناك حق عبادتك سبحانك ما عرفناك حق معرفتك كم من نعمة أنعمت بها علينا فقل لك بها شكرنا وكم من بلية ابتليتنا بها فقل لك بها صبرنا يا من قل عند بلية صبر يا من قل عند نعمتي شكرنا فلم يحرمنا ويا من قل عند بلية صبرنا فلم يخذلنا يا من رآنا على الخطايا فلم يفتحنا يا إلهنا وخالقنا ورازقنا اجعل لنا مما يساقون إلى الجنة زمرا إلهنا إن كانت ذنوبنا كثيرة فإن رحمتك أعظم وأجل اللهم تقبل جميع صالح أعمالنا يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر من نصر دين سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم واجعلنا منهم واخذل من خذل دين سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ولا تجعلنا معهم عباد الله رحمكم الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون أقم الصلاة state in the sufuf make sure he is in line and standing shoulder to shoulder those brothers are outside their facilities downstairs 
in the hall. So, Allahu Akbar Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Maliki Awmiddin Iyaka Na'budu Wa Iyaka Nasta'in Ihdina Sirata Al-Mustaqima Sirata Al-Lajina An'amta Alayhim غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين وإذ قال إبراهيم رب جعل هذا البلد آمنا وجنبني وبني أن نعبد الأصنام رب إِنَّ أَضْلَلَ كَثِيرًا مِنَ النَّاسِ فَمَنْ تَبِعَنِي فَإِنَّهُ وَمَنْ عَصَانِي فَإِنَّكَ غَفُورٌ رَحِيمٌ رَبَّنَا إِنِّي أَسْكَنْتُ مِنْ ذُرِّيَّتِي بِوَادٍ بِوَادٍ غَيْرِ ذِي زَرْعٍ عِنْدَ بَيْتِكَ الْمُحَرَّمِ رَبَّنَا لِيُقِيمُوا الصَّلَاةِ فَاجْعَلْ أَفْئِدَةً مِنَ النَّاسِ تَغْوِي إِلَيْهِمْ وَارْزُقْهُمْ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْكُرُونَ رَبَّنَا إِنَّكَ تَعْلَمُ مَا نُخْفِي وَمَا نُعَلِمُ وَمَا يَخْفَى عَلَى اللَّهِ مِنْ شَيْءٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاءِ الله سَمِيعَ اللَّهُ لِمَنْ حَمِدَهُ الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين الحمد لله الذي وهبني على الكبر إسماعيل وإسحاق إن ربي لسميع الدعاء رب جعلني مقيم الصلاة وَمِنْ ذُرِّيَّتِي رَبَّنَا وَتَقَبَّلْ دُعَاءَ 
ربنا اغفر لي ولوالدي وللمؤمنين وللمؤمنين يوم يقوم الحساب الله اكبر الله لمن حمده الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر السلام عليكم ورحمه الله السلام عليكم ورحمه الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الذي هدانا لهذا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا ان هدانا الله اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم اعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم لا مانع لما اعطيت ولا معطي لما منعت ولا ينفع ذا الجد منك الجد اللهم انا نسالك علما نافعا ورزقا حلالا طيبا واسعا شفاء من كل داء وعمل متقبلا وتوبه نصوحا وتوبه قبل الموت وراحة عند الموت والفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار اللهم اكفنا بحلالك عن حرامك واغننا بفضلك عمن سواك اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وادخلنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى اللهم انا نسالك من كل خير ما سالك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وانبياءك وعبادك الصالحون ونعوذ بك من كل شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وانبياءك وعبادك المقربون انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ لا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وارنا مناسكنا وتب علينا يا مولانا انك انت التواب الرحيم واغفر لنا وارحمنا انك انت الرؤوف الرحيم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وهو اهله اللهم انت السلام ومنك السلام تبارك يا ذا الجلال والاكرام سمعنا وطعنا غفرانك ربنا واليك المصير برحمتك يا رحمن الرحيم امين